Hi everyone, thanks for being here and welcome to this new episode. So, it's been on my mind uh, since this morning actually um, to talk about self-sabotage, punishment, guilt, shame and all these things. So, it's very very common for many people, especially entrepreneurs, we are self-sabotaging and it's like I say it's something very common but we are not necessarily aware that we are doing that so for example if you feel that you kind of delay things if you you know you postpone yeah I know I have to do this but I will do it later like I know it's important but I'm not feeling it yet so just going to do a few things here and there and uh, oh I'm just going to work on this small task because it's comforting it's you know it's safe so this is a form of procrastination which is a form of self-sabotage and it's also a form of uh, I mean it it hides a fear of success because we tend to think that fear of failure is very common like oh I'm afraid to fail what if I do this and it doesn't work but there is also something that is very common and most of the time it's more a fear of success than a fear of failure it's a fear of how will people react if I'm successful am I going to be losing friends am I going to be judged I'm going to get out of my comfort zone and what if I cannot maintain my level of success what if I fail after succeeding it's more the the failure but after succeeding that is feared and all of this is subconscious and I believe that well of course there are always three big origins right ancestral lineage and patterns and also past lives but let's talk about childhood here you know how you're you're a child you're just uh, going about your business your little business as a little child you're doing whatever you're playing and you accidentally spill your glass of water for example and then adults will be like oh my god can't you pay attention just calm down you're too loud so of course an accident is gonna happen and now I have to clean your mess and go into your room this kind of thing right I was actually thinking about it today because (laughs) I was thinking you know some of my pets actually two of them spilled their food bowl and it never happens like it was accidental And actually it made me laugh because they really didn't do it on purpose and, you know, I don't shout at my pets, you know, I just laugh. I was actually laughing at the mess I had to clean. I just went on, cleaned and it was all good. But then it made me think of my childhood, for example, and like, oh my god, yeah. And I'm not blaming here, you know, this is not from a place of blame because parents do their best and I'm not excusing abuse like real abuse beating and all that but I mean they have their wounds too so this is not an excuse this is just an explanation so basically I was thinking well when I was a child I was actually yelled at or you know if I would spill some water or whatever accidentally I would always be blamed even you know more generally when you go to school and you're not quiet or you're not conforming or you you make a mistake in your you know there is like a test in class and you have a bad mark 
Usually you're blamed. Oh, you didn't pay attention. You didn't listen. So always this blaming, this shaming. But what if I actually did pay attention, but I didn't understand? And I was not aware that I didn't understand because that's what tests are for normally. It's just to test your knowledge, but not to blame you if you didn't understand or if you give a wrong answer. So that led me to this thought that we fear punishment, but it's not really the punishment in itself. Of course it is, because like if you're beaten or whatever, that's horrible. But it's the shame, the shame, the guilt, the way you are being viewed by the human being, the caretaker, the teacher, whoever is actually lecturing you and shouting at you and the the response. So all of this makes that we are not really feeling supported when we take actions because we are taught that if we are just being ourselves, being a happy child or laughing or whatever, and then some quote-unquote accident happens, then it's our fault because we are careless. Oh, pay attention. You know, you're j- just focus. So from childhood, we are taught that being ourselves and being carefree means being careless, actually, which is not the truth. So it's all about... The the perception that we have of ourselves, oh, it's not safe to be myself. It's not safe to do this because then something that is out of my control is going to happen and then I'm going to be shouted at. And even if you're now an adult, the the imprint, you know, the, the cellular memory within you is I'm going to be horrible towards myself because that's how you, you know, when when something happens and you are treated in a certain way, then you tend to repeat this pattern with yourself. Like, oh my God, of course I didn't pay attention. I should have known better. I should have done this. I should have done that. So you you, you shame yourself and then you feel guilt. Oh, I, I really suck and things like that. But this is just the programming of the mind. And to come back to what I was saying about business, this self-sabotage is this non-action or this taking small actions but not really the big action that moves the needle forward is because we are afraid of making a mistake or we are afraid that we are going to fail or that we are going to be careless because we, we need to be on some sort of hyper alert, like this hyper alert state. Uh, high awareness, looking for danger. And therefore, we, we don't expand, we stay small, and like I was saying, it's a matter of self-sabotaging, because the even procrastination is a form of self-sabotage. You, you don't really dare take action, because what if it doesn't work? But what if it works? What if it's actually positive? What if actually success is something that I can handle? It doesn't mean that I'm going to be super busy all the time. I trust myself to be successful. I trust myself to be able to deal with extra clients or extra contracts or whatever applies to you. And I trust myself that whatever comes my way, I know I can deal with it because I have the awareness. But because we were conditioned as children to have these barriers, these these blocks and this shame, this shame and this guilt, then it kind of, you know, like the, the freeze response. 
there is also perfectionism that comes into play. If I'm not sure that my action is going to be perfect, then I'm just going to postpone it. But perfection doesn't exist. It's subjective. And it evolves with time as you grow. So something that you might be satisfied with now, you might not be satisfied with it in three months because you will have grown. It doesn't mean it was bad or like it sucked or whatever. It doesn't mean it was not quote-unquote perfect. It was your best at the time. But because you evolve, your best is also evolving. So waiting to take perfect action is once again self-sabotage because it will never be perfect. It will never be perfect set in stone, like perfect forever, like flawless. It's just going to be as good as you want it to be. And it's okay to have high standards, don't get me wrong, but you can do that from a place of kindness towards yourself. Not because you're not good enough, but because you know you deserve the best and you know you want to show your best. So taking action, doing your best, is enough. You are enough. And doing your best is actually the best remedy to a lack of self-confidence or a perceived lack of self-confidence. Because the lack of self-confidence is just a mindset. You don't lack self-confidence. You are just not encouraged to, to take action, to validate yourself. So when you shift from I lack self-confidence to I'm working on doing my best all the time, then you cannot blame yourself because you will know in your heart that you have done your best. And once again, if in two weeks, three months, one year, whatever, you notice, like you look back and you're like, oh, I did that last year. Ooh, well, I could do better now. But be gentle with yourself because that was your best at the time. It doesn't mean that you were not good enough. It doesn't mean that it was bad or you didn't have enough skills. You just grow. You grow and evolve. And like I said, your best evolves with time. So I'm not quite sure how I'm going to title this podcast episode, you know, like random thoughts about self-sabotage and punishment, self-punishment, being hard on yourself unnecessarily because life can be hard. Be gentle with yourself and let go of the guilt and the shame. You know, it's really about training your mind, training your your thought patterns. And here are a few uh, journal prompts. So I will probably write a blog about it. So you have the journal prompts written and you can use them. So, so if you are shaming yourself or talking negatively about yourself, here are a few journal prompts. Like, number one, why am I shaming myself? When did I develop this tendency? Try to think back on your childhood or what happened. Why do I think I need to have everything figured out right now? What do I need to release in order to stop this pattern? And the truth is that shaming yourself doesn't serve your highest good. Shaming is poisonous. You don't have to have everything figured out. You just do your best and you go as you grow. Or you grow as you go, actually. Both work. <laughs> And 
most importantly, you don't need to compare yourself to others. Just keep doing the work, keep working, keep aligning and releasing. And trust that you've got this. And guilt, feeling guilty. Whoever made you feel guilty or makes you feel guilty is acting from a place of wounds. Feeling guilty is also a trauma response. And the day you start healing from the guilt wound, quote-unquote guilt wound, you will wonder why you don't feel guilty anymore. And you will almost guilt trip yourself for not feeling guilty. You're going to wonder if you're a cold human being and like, oh, maybe I'm heartless. I'm not really feeling guilt for that, but I know I'm not responsible for it. So why would I feel guilt? And the answer to this question, am I heartless, will be no. You're not a cold human. You don't have a cold heart if you don't feel guilty for something you would need to feel guilty for in the first place. As a child, just to come back on what I was saying earlier, when you accidentally broke grandma's vase, it was an accident. You didn't do it on purpose. You didn't get up that day and say, mm, today I'm just going to mash grandma's vase. Accidents happen. And then you were being made guilty for that. You are being shamed for that. And that's not your fault. And that's not the adult's fault neither, because they, they were raised like that and whatever wounds they had. But I'm here to tell you that guilt is not a proof of empathy or compassion. Guilt is a low vibrational, is it an emotion or more feeling or state of mind? Uh, but it, it's not a proof that you are a good human if you feel guilty, okay? So when you start healing guilt, you are healing yourself at deeper level. You will still care about other people, but you won't be as affected. You will actually be affected or concerned to the extent that you need to be. No more, no less. I just wanted to share these thoughts with you because it's been on my mind and it's very important because I see a lot of, uh, a lot of my clients have these patterns of self-sabotage and uh, once again, they, they are not aware they're doing this. I was not aware I was self-sabotaging because it was so subconscious. And the day I realized, oh, okay, this is... Hmm, why am I doing that? Okay, this is a pattern that I have. So that's also why I developed my, my three-month program. It's a brand new program and it's called Unlimited and I will be talking more about it in the near future. But if you would like to go from self-sabotage to Unlimited, send me a message or book your free clarity call. It's on my website, morganrose.com and let's talk because you don't need to carry that burden on your shoulders. And whoever, I'm going to say it again, I don't care who it is. If it's a family member, a partner, a coach, a healer or a healing catalyst, whoever makes you feel guilty or shames you for something, whatever it might be, you don't have to put up with that. You don't have to tolerate that, okay? I've seen that before myself as a client. Many years ago, I was working with coaches and when I was explaining to them a situation that I would be facing or a way that I would be feeling, 
I would be shamed or blamed for feeling that way. And I strongly stand against this. Why would you shame a client or anyone, even if it's a friend who comes to you for advice or who just needs uh, an ear to talk to? Why would you shame someone who is being vulnerable, who is trusting you in sharing their imbalances, challenges or problems or whatever? They're opening their hearts to you. They are telling you, oh, this is, I could use some help with that. Why would you make them feel ashamed for that? They are actually opening up. They are asking for help. They are being vulnerable. That's really something to honor and to be grateful for that another human being is trusting you and trusting themselves enough to be vulnerable. So it happened to me in the past. Like I said, I was made feel shame for patterns that I was paying people to help me overcome. So it was just like, that's, that's crazy. So, yeah, you don't have to have everything figured out. We are all students of life. We are all work in progress. We all have our own journey. And shame and guilt are not necessary. So, yeah, I went from talking about self-sabotage to shame and guilt, but everything is connected, right? So that was my random thoughts with Morgan <laughs> episode. And as I'm looking at the clock right now, randomly, it's 2020 my time. So I'm just going to wrap this up here. And thank you very much for listening. If you want to get in touch with me, let's talk. Feel free to book your clarity call. It's 20 minutes. It's free. No strings attached. If you want to work with me after, of course, I will be happy. But if not, that's all good, you know. Don't be afraid of wasting my time. You will not. Clarity call is to bring you clarity on whatever you're going through right now. Or if you would like to work with me, what could be the best solution. And you will walk away with clarity, at least. Even if you don't want to work with me or you cannot work with me right now. I will hold space with you. So I hope to connect with you soon. I wish you all the best and I will see you in the next episode. Take care.